The Randall Report, Season 1, Episode 18. I remembered where the camera was now. It's up here. I keep wanting to look at his computer screen. Well, welcome to, to another edition of The Randall Report. And uh, I don't know what episode, where where we are, episode one. Do you, do you know? I don't know. I literally just said we're episode 18. All right, there you go. Just shows you seeing how, how much attention I'm really paid to it. Um, since the recent stabbing um, of Salman Rushdie, yep. uh, the author of The Satanic Verses, of course, um, the subject of free speech, of course, is, uh, and the right to offend and that whole kind of subject has reared its head again, uh, although it never really went away. Um, and, of course, in recent times, it's become commonplace to be vilified, lose income, lose your livelihood, for simply expressing an opinion that uh, other people then take offence at. So I guess the question today is: is uh, are we have we become a society that's being uh, that's now too easily offended? Um, and where do we draw a line and on what is and isn't acceptable uh, to say before we we. Um, uh, so that okay, that, that demands that kind of behaviour and attitude demands attention. Um, there you go. The right to offend through expressing an opinion should be universal, in my opinion, at least. There should be nothing off the table, nothing that shouldn't not be discussed. You should be able to offend. You should be able to say anything that doesn't, I don't know, what's the boundary? Inciting violence? Right. Okay. But then the question Absolutely. is, what's violence? Because obviously now you get to the point where, you know, <clears throat> speech can be violent. I'm not quite sure how that works. But, you know, there have been people... Like hate have... speech. What is hate speech? Hate speech is essentially... I want to kill you. That would be hate speech. But that's not regarded. Yeah, but that's like the most extreme I want to kill, kill you because you believe in X and Y. Yeah, but hate speech can also be calling someone who's clearly fat, fat. Okay. Uh, right, okay. That, well, can all, that can also be hate speech. Well, why? If somebody's not fat, using, they're fat. Not, some, not uh, using someone's pronouns properly can also be regarded as hate speech today. So the question is, what is... What's what is const- what is constitutes offence? Offence, and what constitutes there we go hateful language and speech. Exactly. What? Where is the line where something is offensive? Uh, for example, let's just wind it back a bit. There's lots of television programs, for example, that were made in the 1970s, as with some uh, old literature where now those authors, all those TV programmes, are wanting to be gaslighted by a certain sector of society because either the author held certain beliefs, Bunch of weaknesses. Uh, even though their literature was fabulous, or yeah. the TV programme, by today's standards, is, 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 uses terminology or... Um, has outdated views. What 
their them constitutes. But outdated views in the seventies would have been, you know, reasonable in the fifties. Exactly. We still yeah. show films from the nineteen fifties. Everything these days has got a flaming health warning on it or a warning our about the lack of sensitivity. Our sensitivities have become so much more heightened over the past call it 15 years but do you think it's it's there's that's legitimate or no, do you think we've taken it too far it's completely illegitimate okay for what what because the less we have to complain about the more issues that we try to create we try to create as in human being the human condition it's a human condition we try to create issues and problems where they really don't exist you know what well, i mean to take this thing this particular issue of Salman Rushdie as, a, as an example before we sort of widen it. Uh, he writes a book uh, for the last God knows how many years. It's, that was 1989, I believe. So for the last 30 years plus, he's uh, had to tolerate death threats, has had to live part of that time in semi Hiding. Do you do you know that there there were three, with regarding the um, the satanic verses, there were three translators of his book. I think one Italian, one Danish, and one Norwegian that were murdered because they translated because they translated the book. I mean, so there's three murders at least. God knows. Who else tried to sort of assault or do who knows what else to other sort of people that were associated with yeah. the book? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll try, I'm trying to sort and of. Why? Because you you dare to question. You dare, you dare to question another religion. I mean, don't get me wrong. I haven't read the book, so I can't say I'm an, author, an authority on the piece of work because I'm not. But I kind of question. Uh, but it doesn't matter because I blasphemy mean, laws in. In Islam, you know, in most cases, come with extreme penalties, including the death penalty. But d- so this this is within whether it be Sharia law or laws within Arabic Arabic countries. You know, but the, doesn't, the penalty doesn't the can current, be your life. Does um, well, just seems to me to be rather an extreme uh, and, and kind of undoes your your purpose for whomever you are if you resort through seemingly feeling as though you've been offended or your particular uh, group that you belong to whether it's you know but isn't that the problem that that you you, you, offense leads to but this is my point revenge it's extreme to you for another community for another sector sector of the population it's righteous and moderate. So then where is the line? Mm. You know, we can poke fun of Christianity, you know, Catholicism, the Pope, and there won't be any legal ramifications to doing so. But well, that's it's not illegal. It, it's it's, no, it's, it's, it's illegal to go around murdering people. No, but it's not illegal to blaspheme the church, the Roman well, Catholic not any, Church, not anymore. Not no. anymore. No, 
maybe a few hundred years ago, okay. you could lose your life so, over it. So uh, what you're trying to say is that you have to respect the particular... You don't have to like it, and group. it may seem extreme within our society, but there are other people in other societies that regard that as, right, but as acceptable. That situation has happened in Western society has been uh, attacked. Yeah, no, I, well, this is why I agree with you. So, obviously, Salman Rushdie wrote this book. It was controversial. A fatwa was placed on him that hasn't really been ever removed. And I think there's even a bounty on his head of 2.8 or 3 something million pounds or dollars. I don't remember which one it is. But if he's residing in a Western country, then you should also respect Western law. Mm. So, in a Western society, if he's allowed to make certain comments regarding religion right you know he should be protected within the law of the country I mean, as i said i don't know what he put in the, what is contained within that book well charlie hebdo where the, and the cartoon comes from um yes right, well, well it's another uh, one in paris so do you think we should with certain respect their traditions and culture and religion and therefore say, well, no. whilst uh, whilst uh, taking uh, the rise out, if you like, out of no. Western religion, no. Simon, uh, no, it's not you... the done thing no. to, I... to sort no. of, it has a different belief system no. and a different set of beliefs. No, and I'll tell you why. Because if you were to write, if Simon Rushdie was to write that book in Iran or Saudi Arabia, you know, if within that culture and within that legal system it was illegal to do so, then he runs the risk of whatever punishment he receives. But he's perfectly well aware of that. If he then goes to a Western... If he writes it in a Western country where you're free to make such comments, your life shouldn't be on the line. You shouldn't live in fear of repercussions. Do you think... I mean, obviously... Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Point. Would you go to Saudi Arabia and blaspheme Allah? No, no. no, no why? No. Because why you know I? what the consequences um, would be. Well, it's not just about the consequences. I, th- I also think it'd be like it's the same question as saying, "Would I go to Italy and, and uh, publicly coat off uh, the, the Italians?" The 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 fact of the matter is. You know, you're you're in a place. You need to, you you know, well, you don't want to upset people. You want to respect their beliefs and their particular culture and their particular nation. So you go there and you behave in a manner. It was the old say adage: "When in Rome," yeah. um, and you behave in a manner accordingly. If you go to a country that, uh, like Saudi Arabia, that has particular say laws. If you, for instance, uh, uh, say drug laws, but they're different to uh, uh, obviously elsewhere, and uh, the consequences uh, of which, then would be, uh, forgiven for thinking, the wise thing to do was to abide by those rules. It'd be like a... Otherwise, don't go. It'd be like a WNBA player going to Russia with cannabis oil in your vape and getting 10 years in a, in a gulag. You might think twice about doing that. Exactly. It, surely before you go to a country, it's wise to check up on the customs, laws and acceptable behaviour. And that customs 
can mean the way you arrive at the airport, whether you, obviously, COVID, whether you were wearing a mask, but in other countries where you were wearing a head covering or whether it was more suitable to be wearing long trousers than, than shorts or, or all those kind of just considerations of respecting where you're going. So um, We can't expect everyone to abide by Western culture or standards because not everyone has the same beliefs or sensitivities. But they are our rules. So if you go to Rome, then you behave accordingly. If you come here, you behave accordingly. If you go to the States, you behave accordingly. Surely. So might get shot in the face. Um. <laughs> so it's a very good reason to behave yourself in the US, because you never know. Uh, Which is why I'm... You know, why I might get stopped by the police. Which is why I go to the US. Yeah. I'm going to be extra polite to everyone I see. Yes. And hopefully not offend anyone. And end yes. up getting shot in the face. Yeah. Which is a possible... Well, so I guess it is a possibility, but... Um, well, I mean, and I'm supposed to be driving out there for 10 days, so oh, crikey, it'll be funny if I get stopped. Oh, no, no, it won't be funny. I'll be cacking, I'll it. jump out of the car, start screaming at people. No, it's getting bad. See how fast yeah. that gets me. People being dragged out of their motors. Uh, um, the difference here is they don't get shot in the face, of course. Uh, you might get tasered a few times, <laughs> a lead on anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, so the, obviously it depends where you are. Then. What were we you talking have to about again? When were we talking, what well, we're talking about? Free speech. Right? Free speech, so the right to offend. Now then. Oh, so, different, oh by the TV. way, I read, I read something. There's a bit, yeah. like in the US, they have the freedom, freedom of speech. Yes. But in, and okay, I'll explain the difference. In the, in the US, they have freedom of speech. But in the UK, we have freedom of expression. Okay. Now, the difference between the two is that in the US, freedom of speech means you have the right to offend. Right. It includes all speech regardless. You could be racist, prejudiced, discriminatory, whatever right. it is. Okay. You have the right to say whatever you like to anyone, regardless of what is said. Right. The difference in the UK is that you're limited by, by the fact that you can't say something... Limited by consensus, man. No, no, no. In the UK, freedom of expression is limited by the fact that you can't incite... Hate, uh, incite violence. Towards another... So it can't impede upon another person's yeah. freedom of expression. No, don't get me wrong. So um, there, there's, there's a... There's a, there's a, a different definition. There's a definition which is limited to the fact in the UK that you're not allowed to impede someone else's freedom well, of expression or freedom of... Yes, and I, I think that's right. You can't. Uh, but which I, means that we can't say anything we want because if it impinges on someone else's rights, well, it's gone back to the limit. Well, it, it, it's what's considered to impinging on somebody else's right. This is where we where we get to to the point of offence. Um, uh, uh, for example, you know, you've got um, people now take offence. Uh, well. Um, somebody makes a gay there's a, you know like gay humor uh like there used to be a sketch on the catherine tate show um you know the who dear me dear gay dear no dear now some gay people might be offended by that 
Tough shot as a gay man. No, I'm not. Yeah. It's comedy. Um, and I even use the line myself. But at the same time, this is the point. there's other people who are not gay who are offended on our behalf. People have um, lost their have lost their sense of humour. Where's the line? People have lost their sense of humour. It does feel like that. Plenty of people have lost their sense of humour and will be offended at anything. Or find some it, reason it, to so, Because it hurts their feelings. But why does it hurt their feelings? Why should it hurt their feelings? I think you've got to look at what's behind the humour to kind of... Uh, uh, see. I saw an interview... Isn't with... the point that, I feel that, someone else, that your feelings don't matter? Ultimately, I don't care if it hurts your feelings. No, if no, you're saying something, it does matter. If you're saying something honest and factual, then your feelings are beside the point. If it's unequivocally honest yeah. and, and factual, then it is what it is. Whether you like it or not, it is a fact. If, however, it is uh, just a, an, uh, an individual opinion that has no basis on fact, so it's just, I hate something. I dislike these people. But isn't yeah. um, but as an observation that's obviously a very very different thing because there's no fact. As in an obs- that. as an observation. If someone is obese, yes. and you happen to call them fat and obese. That 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 if you did. Yeah. If that person then to, says that no you, that no you can't say that because you're being fat phobic. Yeah. Now, do you take into account that person's emotions and feelings? Of course you do, and you don't approach anybody. You wouldn't walk up to somebody and go, oh, hello, uh, you're a bit of a skinny fat. People do do that. Well, then it's wrong. Why? Because it's disrespectful. But you're stating a fact. Yeah. Yes, but, uh, you know... You You can't get offended if you are a skinny person and someone calls you skinny. What is the problem well, with doing that? When when say tact, there's t- hello. When stating a fact, you've got to. It's about judgment. You have to judge a situation, you know. And when you're stating a fact, uh, and well, of course, the, the 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 thing about you know, you you, it's a fact that also doesn't necessarily need to be stated. So you don't need to walk up to somebody and go. Yes, pleased to meet you, but you're a bit of a fat four, I guess. That's not what I mean. Uh, but it's a thing. And, but and look at that nose. It's something um, about. Can't do that. But it's, a, it's something. It's more. You wouldn't do it. It's more perception. Mm. We go back to the trans issue. Yeah. That if you are confronted by someone. Yeah. And you perceive them to be a certain sex or gender. Yes. And then you find out. It doesn't matter. Okay. If I look at you yes. and I call you a woman because I perceive you to look like a woman, but then you correct me after the fact, yes. that's fine. But if my perception of you is and one you thing... And you would then apologise, so sorry. But, but I can't do anything about that because my perception is unique, as your perception is unique. Yeah. But on a, on a standard, you know, yeah. on a standard, on a scale... Most people, but now. most people use perception, yes, to 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 exist, to live, right? You know, yeah. So if your perception is one way, yeah. but you are wrong, that's one thing. But if you, for example, again going back to the fat thing, 
if someone is clearly fat and you perceive them as fat, but that person takes offence to it, regardless of the fact, what exactly are you supposed to do? How do you navigate through life if someone is unwilling to accept a perceived reality? Yes, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's like saying I wouldn't call somebody fat like, to their face until it doesn't they, matter. It's they a, said to me, "Or oh, I'm very overweight." It doesn't matter. You were to how you handle it things, no, isn't it? But it doesn't. Yeah. You don't even have to have the interaction. Just the fact that you look at someone and perceive them to be fat. If that person gets offended well, by that, then you have caused well, offence. So, look, so how do they know that I'm looking at them that way? Except for that's not, that's not, <laughs> no, that's not the point, Simon. If someone yes. believes something to be fatphobic, yes. then it is. That's it. As in, there is no negotiating the point. If a person who you perceive to be obese, yes. and that person says no, I fa- don't believe that, have... I don't believe that to be the case. But you must have I said believe you to no. Them. How do they know that you think they're obese? It doesn't matter. in the first place. If I was if, three, if I was two hundred kilos, yeah, and I you w- you and, wouldn't be sitting on that sofa. <laughs> and you looked at me, you know, yeah. even if you were thinking it, saying shit, this guy's fat, yeah. If you would have made a comment either to me or to someone saying, else, and comment. I would have found out, yeah. And in my in my mind, I'm saying no, I'm not. What's well, bad I'm, It's talking behind somebody's back, man. And the, if you've got to be prepared, if you're going to say talk behind the back, you've got to say it to so 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 that Mel, he's a real fat git. I mean, I, um, the point is, I'd turn around to you first, and said Mel, I think you need to lose. But some is weight. it an unfair comment? Is it a fat phobic comment? Um, is it a transphobic comment to to misgender someone because your perception is different from what that other person believes it is? No, that's not offensive. I agree with you. It's not offensive. No, but until it is offensive you, today. Until you find out that you're wrong, in which case you need to correct it. But surely it is as much... But this is why about I, how you address people. This is you, why if somebody's think, usually fat. Obviously, it's hard to escape noticing it, isn't it? If they were usually enormous and you in, meet them for the first time, but in today's you are society, going to automatically go, you know, well. But in, to, but in today's society, you can't. You can't even have that perception anymore. But this is that nonsense. Thank you. But this is where we live. You know, that's absolutely If nonsense. tomorrow you decide you're a woman, we go back to this, and I come back next week. Yes. And I'm like, hi, Simon, how are you doing? No, no you can't call me Simon. I'm it's Sheila. Simone or Sheila. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, sorry. I'm now Sheila. But okay, sorry, <laughs> but I didn't know. But I would be causing offense to you because uh, right. I didn't know and I didn't perceive. That you had become a woman. Well, I wouldn't have become a woman. I would have just said, "I am a woman." Therefore, therefore you, I am. But therefore, you are a woman. Well, that's just ridiculous. So, thank you very much. So, but next week, is, next, but this is where we live. Next week, you're partnering the podcast with the Corsair. So, I've decided I yeah. want to be my firm. I'm going to be a vegetable. I'm planning on becoming a goat. So, next week's show. 
it will be the corset and the coat. So no coffin, just be a bowl of grass. Bowl of grass. <laughs> a bowl of grass, mate. But this is how, <laughs> let's not call it insane, but this is how things are moving. That you cannot take offence and that perception... No, you no can longer... take offence. You can't create offence because everything is offensive. Everything is offensive. Potentially. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But the thing is, but because you aren't allowed to perceive certain things anymore, things have to be spelt out for you. Isn't that a dangerous step towards you... to, towards authoritarianism? We've already we've already got there. You can well, go. No, I don't you agree can, with that because we're, we're sitting a, here having get, this conversation. But you can get arrested. You could get arrested for misgendering someone on Twitter. The police can come and pay you a visit and say, "Oh, on the twelfth of August." You know, on this day, is it you misgender mis- the more you've deliberately Doesn't been matter. snide. No, 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 So when you know no, all no, along. No, no, no. I mean, one is intent. Isn't you, it about intent? If you misgender someone and that person makes a complaint to the police, the police will go knock on your door and be like, by the way, you know, this is now an offence because it is an offence. You're not allowed to do that because it's regarded as a hate crime. It's hate speech. Well, just to make so, um, so we have to, and it only exists in Western society. I bet if you went to Mali, well, this really, wouldn't be. I, I bet if you went to Nigeria, this wouldn't be an issue. I don't think there is uh, the, 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 you know, uh, we create problems where they don't exist. Well, I don't disagree with that because. You know, it, if if we're respectful of, I one, bet you in Afghanistan this isn't an issue. If, if we're, <laughs> <laughs> look out for the fat one. Um... <laughs> right. I bet you if you go to Afghanistan, this isn't a problem. Uh, I wouldn't know. Everything else is there. Uh, I've um, I, you know, if you're respectful of other people, you're going to and and you are intrinsically a person that believes in the freedom to be, as it were. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, providing that it doesn't... This is, this is the other issue. ...hurt other people. The point is, I get to live my life as long as I'm not uh, affecting how other people live theirs. What do you that do? if I address somebody yeah. uh, in meeting them, uh, as one should, that you're always being considerate and respectful, and not making you, you know when you when you meet somebody for the first time, you try not to make assumptions, because whenever you have those kind of preconceived, they're usually wrong. Um, so you you meet people, you treat them with great respect, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I'm trying to get to where people suddenly are of. Uh, where offence lies. I think the TV programmes is probably a good example because in the 70s... Reverse it very quickly. What do you do when a very small subset of the community has such a major influence on the general populace? Depends who's right or wrong, doesn't it? Change, what, what does right or wrong Change mean? sometimes, good change, positive change, sometimes comes from... Uh, a, a small place in this is is grows then from that. I mean, it's, it's. But is this a benefit? 
Well, if it's good change, of course there's a benefit. But what does good change mean? Well, if 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 it means our um, right, our 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 right if to it means express, making space, our right to express ourselves, yes, is becoming harder. There are fewer things. Even few, though the laws would argue that the laws are being made to make it easier. To but it doesn't benefit. But it doesn't. It's not. But it. But it's not. No. And it doesn't benefit the majority of the population. Right. Because there are fewer things we can say today that we could say 10, 15 years ago. So but, we are more restricted today than we ever were in terms of our ability to express ourselves. No, I wouldn't agree with that. Express ourselves in what way? Because there are so many. There I, are can so many... I can certainly say from the, say a gay perspective that, that 40 years ago, to express yourself um, uh, was a lot more difficult. Today, people are explaining that that's expression is uh, the fact that we're able to have several partnerships or to express entire to have children or to, to, uh, to, to not have to pretend to be something else, and that other people yeah, but we can should make... by perpetuity. But in terms of speech, we can we can still make fun of. You know, there are certain well, subs- there are certain subsections of society that you are not allowed to make fun of or criticize anymore. Because if right. you do, not only is it harm is it perceived as being harmful to that group, it's also now illegal. What about part of the group that criticises its own group because it has a, a more intimate knowledge and understanding of the group that whether it that within. happens too. You look, you look at sort of different forms of feminism, for example. Right. You have one one more radical element trying to cannibalise the other because they're not feminist Why enough. Eat them, not literally. Hmm. Well. But if you have if you, if you have different different levels of extremist views, and one view is more extreme than the next, you know, then you will have kind of you have a cannibalistic sort of view whereby one tries to consume the other because it's well, not religion, religion, religion is exactly the same. different sectors of different religions can be like that. Yeah, and one is more you know, extreme than Christianity. Than you've got uh, all sorts of starters of different. But you know, I, I, I kind of these days. Uh, I, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's a bad thing to moderate how people, uh, how I was brought up to be respectful when you meet somebody. You know, you don't introduce yourselves. I mean, somebody came up to to, to me once in a nightclub and said, "Oh, uh, you're a nice guy, bit of a fat cunt." But you know, now that's the fact. At the time, I was pretty weighty. It has to be said. You know, I was breaching on on requiring wearing drawstring pants. Not uh, just for the underwear, <laughs> but I didn't take offence at it. But then, obviously, neither do I think it is uh, a particularly suitable way to address somebody. But I, I wasn't offended by it because I saw from the point of view of intent that they were actually being very cleverly funny and uh, obviously the discussion went on uh, from there uh, and uh, yeah they were very nice uh, yeah. so but an intent, often an intent intent in context you, the inflecting context in is, is everything is everything surely but again so it's, being, it's being it's being watered down today right where intents and contexts mm. don't matter for whatever reason it doesn't trump your feelings 
all your perceived feelings or emotions. So by that token, then we've all become, or a large part of the population has become becoming oversensitive. It's, well, it's definitely which is a the younger generation of woke. I it's a, it's right. a younger generation. Yeah, it's a younger generation. As I was talking to you earlier, you know, sitting in the coffee shop, you know, yeah. and the mother tried to. Yes. You know, do whatever they, they do. So we should it was it was the younger generation that was stood there, yeah. phone in hand, recording, yeah. and it was only people who were sort of late thirties onwards who actually stood up to try and do something okay. to, to resolve the situation. Right. A bit like Liz Trust then at that debate. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean it's it's, it's ridiculous. Um it is rather I mean, I can't really make head and tail of why we've got to this stage that we can't look at stuff that was even made 10, 15 years ago on the TV. Some of it has actually been removed. And I find that rather astonishing because without past um, attitudes, actually seeing them and and, and, uh, hearing them and understanding them, how can we know that we're making forward steps? And how do we know the difference between acceptability and non-acceptability just simply by uh, forever rewriting it and gaslighting old stuff? And We'll be burning um, books soon enough. Well, effectively, that's what we're doing. That's, that's the next step. You know, it's, it, it, it is exactly that that's happening. The removal of statutes. Yeah. Um, because all of a sudden you find out that a particular person of the statue, subject to the statue, held certain beliefs that might have been racist. And don't get me wrong, uh, I don't think those people then should be honoured in the same way. I think I'd like to see a plaque on the bottom of the statue that kind of says, this guy, this is the good things he did, and unfortunately had these attitudes which were thoroughly out of step and his belief system was frankly, uh, so, well, you know, just some honesty, yeah. some reality of, of of what that person was in the round, the good things they did, the uh, bad things they did, piece for history, keeping it accurate. I don't Maybe believe in dragging it and kicking it over the side into the sea, because that, that to me is, um, we can't hide away from yeah. the people that had the wrong ideas surely did you have any other questions no that's it really because it was a kind of you know it is all about where we should be in terms of you know a society not taking offense at everything go back 30 years yeah essentially exactly well there we go i had actually got a little quote this time you can um, do it oh you're so kind sorry Bear in mind, on our last little session, my cohort here denied me my anecdote, which was all about the gribbles, and uh, which is not something... Uh, you can Google it if you want to find you out. You can Google the thing. gribbles. Um, but there or you any go. Other so, search engine. This is, uh, I think, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, if I'm not mistaken. If you're in favour... Of freedom of speech, that means you're in favour of freedom of speech precisely for views you despise. Ralph Waldo Emerson. 
on that note, we will wish you a splendid weekend or day. Goodbye, everybody. Tati bye.